0: I'm glad to have you on this uh, po- podcast episode uh, in which I'm going to talk to you about the first precept of the Panchasila, but prior to which I would encourage you to watch, I mean to listen to the episode on the Panchasila as a whole. Since uh, in this uh, episode I will only be speaking about the first one and uh, I would most likely go into further detail regarding the first one and also give you some example and circumstances uh, which would sort of help you to understand what the first precept is about. So the first precept uh, in the Theravadin Buddhism uh, which are mainly practiced uh, the first precept which is practiced by laymen and women uh, lay people as a whole is uh, not to take the life of another being and this, when you say being it includes both uh, animals, not both uh, th- there's a lot more than animals and humans it also has uh, beings which are not human, so this includes uh, yakshas the preta who are the hungry ghost yakshas such as uh, demons and then anyone in the health community, which I would uh, most certainly discuss in the Karma Lok uh, episodes. Unfortunately, I've only done one so far, so hoping to make more in the future. Anyway, coming back to the first precept of not taking the life of a living being, prior to its uh, total lifespan, prior to its potential to meet its uh, maximum lifespan uh, will only occur if you meet five uh, factors of five, fa- uh, five points within a criteria. The first point is that the being that you are going to uh, you know, exterminate must uh, first be living. You can't kill an animal who, uh, which is already dead. So prior to, prior to uh, killing an animal, the animal should first be alive. And uh, not just the fact that it's alive, you need to realize the fact that it's alive. So if you hadn't realized uh, that, you, okay for an example, you see a dot, a sudden speck of dirt on the floor and you uh you you are in the process of cleaning, so you clean it off, and later you find out that it's mm, an ant but since you hadn't recognized the fact that it was an animal and you hadn't recognized the fact that it was alive, uh, you wouldn't be uh breaking the first precept because the first two factors have not been fulfilled so moving on to the third. Factor that needs to be uh, fulfilled is that intention. You need to have the intention to kill the organism or the being that you have uh, that you're trying trying to ki- kill. You need to have the intention to kill the animal. If you if you uh, step on an ant by mistake while you were walking on the road, it wouldn't. Co- uh it, it wouldn't result in the break of the first precept you wouldn't be making bad karma out of it because you had no intention to uh, step on that end you were just trying to walk I mean thought on your mind at that point was about walking so I mean when you're driving a car there must be so many insects and uh, animals that might get run over of whom you might not even be aware about so, the, none of these actions fall into this uh, first get, uh, first precept. Uh, you don't in, end up breaking the first precept by uh, going through any of those actions. And the fourth factor that needs to be met is the uh, fact that you need to have some kind of a procedure that is brought about or some kind of uh, actual physical action brought about with your intention to kill that organism so without the procedure or the method or like a weapon it is used Bas- basically it is mentioned as upakram. upakrama is basically a procedure or some sort of a method so the method might be using a gun to shoot someone or uh, using a knife to stab someone or yeah so those are some examples so if you are using some sort of a method or you could just punch someone and that person might fall and die so it could be almost anything but as long as you are using some sort of a method um, yeah, you could end up hurting someone and this is the fourth point so, so far I have mentioned four and let me repeat them once again uh, you need to realize with the organism first must be alive. you need to realize the fact that it's alive. And then uh, you need to have the intention to kill that organism. And you need to use a method to kill that organism. And the last step being, the organism must, the being must die due to your actions uh, of trying to harm it. So if you were, if, if there were two birds sitting on, uh, on your porch, and you want to throw you want to shoot one of them so say you want to shoot uh, bird number one but and you aim at the right bird and you shoot but for some reason you, uh, you lose your aim probably because your hands weren't steady and you end up shooting the second bird at this point um, the precept isn't broken because you were planning to kill the first one, but you ended up killing the second. So uh, your intention was to kill the first one, but you ended up killing the second uh, with the same bullet which was meant for the first. In that case, you haven't you haven't actually broken the first bracelet. So as long as you can't uh, you know complete the action of killing the one the animal or the being that you intended to kill with the right method and also by realizing that it's uh, alive and uh, um, it is the being that you want to kill. You know, you, all these factors need to be fulfilled for the first precept to be broken. And uh, so, so especially in uh, an example where farmers are cultivating, they don't really go out to the fields. Uh, to kill animals they go out there to make a living they go out there to plant um, the seeds and to reap the benefits out of it the fruits or the rice or any of the seeds that they could collect so that they could uh, um, sell it and earn some money out of it they don't go out there to the fields thinking they are going to kill all the worms in the floor on the ground and uh, they don't intend to They don't cut the trees down, thinking they are gonna kill all the birds on them, or the nest on on them. What they what they try to the main reason of cutting the trees is because they need space to you know, to uh, cultivate in the fields. So, that being an example, I mean that would that wouldn't that wouldn't cause uh, the break of the first precept. The first precept would not be affected in such a situation but if you were a farmer who, who had who had, had had cattle and for some reason one of the cows you know, probably fall ill or something and then you decide that it's best to kill the cow before it naturally dies yes you are definitely breaking the first because uh, you are sort of limiting the full potential of that animal I mean, your your argument might be the fact that you do not want the cow to suffer beyond its uh, suffering of that illness, but it's not your it's not in your hand to uh, take away the life of that cow. You should let the cow naturally take its path to death, rather than you know aggravating it. Um, a Buddhism would never recommend that, and even. Uh, When it comes to horses, especially when horses are unable to run the race due to some injury, Um, there are many times when horses are killed. Um, Yeah, and that is not recommended. It is is certainly the break of the first principle. It doesn't really matter how much the horse is suffering. You do not have to aggravate the situation and kill it prior to its natural death. You should let go through the whole process and eventually pass away by its own self Uh, yeah trying to aggravate the process will not do you any good I mean I hope you've learned something and this may sound a bit controversial but I went through uh, the specific books which I'm actually going through that exact book which is used by novice monks uh, to learn the Dhamma and, and that is where I got all these details and I th- and it's the same book that I'm going to use in the future as well and I personally use this book to learn a lot and uh, to also get a very uh, thorough knowledge about the five precepts. I mean, if you don't really understand what the first precept or the five precepts are about, it's very difficult to maintain them. So, in order to maintain the Panchasila or the five precepts of Theravada Buddhism, you need, to, you need to know them thoroughly. The first precept did mention about uh, not killing any beings, but it did not say anything about being vegetarian. So if someone is interpreting this uh, as uh, Buddhists should be uh, vegetarians, or oh, Buddhists should not eat non-veg food, that is a misconception. The first precept has nothing to do with eating meat. And nowhere in Buddhism do they say that Buddhists should eat meat. Buddhism doesn't really talk about eating meat. Uh, unless, it's, unless it's in specific situations, but like, I don't want to go there, because that's a completely different episode. But, Buddhism doesn't encourage eating meat, neither does it discourage eating meat. Because Buddhism doesn't, like for, for, lay, for lay people, Buddha doesn't think that eating meat or not eating meat affects their seal or their day-to-day life. So it's irrelevant. So it's like eating, being a veg or a non-veg, Uh, eating person is a personal choice it has uh, it really doesn't have anything much to do with the panchasila. sealer but if you're a monk there are other things that you need to be um, specific about when it comes to eating meat I mean non veg food but it's not mentioned in such a way for laymen or lay women so this is a huge misconception about Buddhism that uh, most people have, and uh, maybe Mahayana and Madhyamayana Buddhism has their own ideas and uh, viewpoints about it. But as a Theravadin Buddhist, we are neither against nor do we promote eating meat. And that I believe is uh, what Lord Buddha mentioned long time back. So yeah, I'm glad. I mean, I hope that you've learned something and I hope that you have some kind of an understanding or some sort of an introduction to the first precept uh, of the Panchasila, the five precepts. And I hope to uh, entertain you further in new episodes regarding these precepts. It may take some time because I need to comprehend them and also uh, say it in a way that you can understand it in English because this book is not in English so yeah and it's, it has a lot of Pali and it has uh, Sinhala words in it as well so I need to um, translate it in such a way that you can understand what's going on anyway hope to see you next time and um, hope you enjoyed the episode take care